You are listening to the FDNY Pearl Podcast, featuring members of the New York City Fire Department. We want to share stories from the field, best practices, lessons learned, and help save lives. Welcome to the FDNY Pearl Podcast. I am your host, Chief of Staff Elizabeth Cassio. Today, I'll be speaking with our Assistant Commissioner for FDNY Youth Workforce and Pipeline Programs, Michelle Maglione, as well as an outstanding young alumnus of the FDNY High School, Denzel Adonis. So let's start with Commissioner Maglione. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So good to see you. You too. So let's start with your history here, right? How did you come to the FDNY? Then we'll talk about the programs that you're responsible for. I'm coming up on my 13th anniversary with the department, and I came in to the recruitment unit first, and I oversaw the 2006 and 2010 firefighter recruitment campaigns, and now for the last few years, I've really been focusing on youth workforce and pipeline programs for the department. The undergraduate side are our youth programs. That's the FDMY High School. It's the FDMY Captain Vernon A. Richard High School for Fire and Life Safety. Mm-hmm. It's on the Thomas Jefferson campus in East New York. And we have our Fire and Emergency Medical Services Exploring Program, which is a leadership development program for young people ages 14 to 20. And we currently have eight posts throughout the five boroughs. So let's start with the high school, our high school located in Brooklyn, New York. How did this partnership or relationship get started? The Thomas Jefferson campus used to be one of those enormous high school campuses that was just one school. Mm. And then there was the small schools initiative here in the city that broke down some of those larger schools into smaller schools with community partners. And we are one of the four schools on that campus. Our first year was 2004. Our first graduating class was in 2008. So we've been around for a few years now. It's a regular Department of Education high school. Those students that go to our school have to complete all of their regular Department of Education requirements in order to graduate. What we're able to do in that school is provide elective curriculum for our juniors and our seniors. So our juniors take an EMS 101 course that is taught by a retired FDMY EMT instructor. And our seniors take what we call the FDMY prep class And that consists of pre-EMT curriculum with instructors from the Bureau of Training, health and fitness curriculum, and job readiness curriculum. Tell us about the high school's name, how the FDNY High School came to be renamed. Yes, originally the high school was just named the FDNY High School for Fire and Life Safety. In the building, we have classrooms named for firefighters that we lost on September 11th as a way to really have the students learn about the history of the department and the supreme sacrifices that our members have made. But due to the advocacy of the family of Captain Vernon A. Richard, our high school came to be named for him, which we at the high school are very proud about because Captain Richard was a very well-known, well-liked fire officer, and he was someone who worked very hard to bring new people into the department. I know that he worked with the Vulcan Society and in other capacities to tutor young men and women who were interested in coming on the job and help recruit young men and women. So were these kids getting a regular high school curriculum plus our program? Yes, absolutely. And then when they graduate from our high school, do we hire them? How does that work? 
Students who go through our pre-EMT curriculum course, the FDMY prep course, are eligible to go into our Youth EMS Academy program. We currently run that twice a year. We have a summer program that is accelerated. It's six and a half weeks long. It is really at this point just for the students who have gone through FDMY prep at the high school. And then we have our winter youth EMS Academy program. That is a six month program. It runs four nights a week from January through June. They take the state exam in June. In New York State, to become an EMT, you have to be 18 years old by the time you're taking the state exam. That's correct. And so for some of these students, that dictates which class they can go into, I presume. Absolutely. Um, Those who are age eligible, those who are 18 by the last day of August, we track them into our summer EMS Academy program, which is amazing because we have students who graduate high school in June, go directly into our Youth EMS Academy program that summer, are certified EMTs. Um, by the end of August, and we help them immediately find work with the private ambulance companies here in New York City, and then help them file for civil service so that they can come on the job with us as EMTs, because that is our goal, is to pipeline these young men and women that we work with into employment with the department. Right. And in order to get employed in any of the city agencies, there's a civil service exam, and you help prepare them to be able to take these exams? The civil service filing for EMT isn't technically an exam. It's an education and experience. So everyone who has their EMT certification gets that passing score of a 70. The students who work in our program, we also get them 24 hours of hazmat operations. That gives them an additional five points on that civil service exam. And that means that we are able to reach them in that civil service list sooner rather than later, um, which is very, very helpful in the process. So some of the other preparations we do, you do job readiness training for them. Absolutely. I'm the instructor for the job readiness program, which I absolutely love. And at first, when we were running this program, we were just putting the kids through a certification program. These were young men and women who hadn't had jobs before and certainly hadn't started a career before. So it was at that point that we realized we really needed to be more holistic about how we thought about the program and we instituted the job readiness curriculum where we really try to focus on soft skills, time management, positive attitude, good decision-making skills. And then we also work with them on putting a resume together, public speaking skills, and interview skills. And that course culminates with my favorite day of the year, which is their final exam, where they have to come here and sit for an interview with a member of the executive staff. And you were one of our most favorite interviewers last year, and the students who got to interview with you to this day still talk about those interviews in that day. I was so impressed. They were poised, they were confident, they gave thoughtful answers to the questions. This is a tremendous training that you provide them because it is a skill. It's definitely a skill and it's a necessary skill. And Mm -hmm. again, our goal is to have all the young men and women that we work with come on the job with us here. But those are skills that they can take with them wherever they go in life. And I've had students that have come back to say, I got this position in this private ambulance company, or I made it into this special college program because of the interview skills that I learned in that job readiness class. Tell us about some of the other activities and events through the 
high school years that they participate in with the department. We try to do as much hands-on with the students as possible. So far this year, we've already had 95 students from the high school come out for firefighter for a day events out at the fire academy mm-hmm. where they get to do the real hands-on training and put on the gear and put out car fires and rappel off the side of a building. It's remarkable, and those days are always really exciting. I bet. We've taken students from our EMS 101 class to PSAC 2, and we had students leave that day knowing that that was the career path that they wanted to follow. That's so that's really an important day. PSAC 2 is one of our communications locations where dispatching takes place. We've taken the students to the fire museum as well, and then the students in our FDMY prep class towards the end of second semester, as they're really doing more hands-on skills, we do an EMS competition with them every year. So we create teams out of the students in the program and they compete against each other in CPR proficiency and auto extrication and a couple of other EMS evolutions to really put those skills to test. It really brings to life again the book learning with the skills. Tell us about the Explorer program. I know that other agencies, the FBI has an Explorer program, the NYPD has an Explorer program. So the Exploring program is run through Learning for Life, which is an offshoot of the Boy Scouts of America. So there's exploring programs in a lot of different career paths with the idea that young people get to actually explore potential careers for themselves. Mm. The history of the Exploring program here at the department is very, very long. But in the last 13 years or so, we've really tried to revamp the program. We have eight posts throughout the five boroughs, and we have roughly 200 young people who are active in the program. They meet once a week in their individual posts, and they will go through drills and firematic and EMS evolutions. Once a month, we have training days for them, either out at the fire academy or the EMS academy. And those students do a ton of community service. So it really is not just about having them learn the hands-on skills. It's about them learning the core values of the department and about giving back to the community. And again, now the students who go through our exploring program are also eligible to go through our Youth EMS Academy program. So more and more of our explorers are also getting certified as EMTs and coming on the job with us. Can you elaborate on what the FDNY Youth EMS Academy program involves? Our Youth EMS Academy program is a program that we created so our students coming out of the high school and the exploring program could get certified as EMTs. The training takes place at the Bureau of Training on Fort Totten, and they go through an EMT basic certification program taught by our members. So they are trained by the best to be the best. And the summer program is a very accelerated program. It's six and a half weeks. They're in class Monday through Friday from 7 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And we pack it all into six and a half weeks. They go through the basic certification program. They take the state certification exam. And they take that 24-hour hazmat operations course. The winter program is a little bit more spread out. Mm -hmm. It's an evening program. They go to school from 4.30 to 9.30, four days a week at Fort Totten. Three days a week for the winter program or the EMT basic program. One day a week they do health and fitness. And again, it's a certification program, but it's six months long. So that gives students a little bit longer time to absorb the material, which sometimes really works for our students. In the FDNY, our EMT course 
is uh, eligible for six college credits. And that helps people understand how much information is being given over that six-week, eight-hour-a-day, five-day-a-week program. It's a very intensive program. Right. It's really something we try to emphasize with our students before they go into that program is that they are taking the equivalent of two college classes in six weeks' time. Right. So we really try to get them academically and mentally prepared for that challenge. But then we're so proud of them once they complete that challenge. And then we know whatever challenge they're going to face after that, they'll be able to handle it because they just knocked out two college classes in six weeks. Yeah, I'm sure that it, it's a real confidence boost for Absolutely. Them. Yeah. And this program starts generally about a week after they've graduated high school. So we say, I hope you enjoyed your summer because it's <laughs> over. But the truth is our students are in this cohort model. So they're not doing it on their own. They've been through the EMS 101 class together. They've been through the FDMY prep class together. And then they go through the EMT certification program together. And we really try to emphasize to them, leave no teammate behind. Mm. That it's not about just you getting across the finish line, it's about who you cross that finish line with. Right. So it really helps them that they go through this together and then it kind of bonds them for life. Yeah, that makes sense. As an EMT or a paramedic in New York City and particularly within the fire department, you can get a job here at 18 years old. Yes. You cannot get a job as a firefighter at 18 years old. You have to be 21 to be a firefighter. Right. So part of the pipeline of getting our youth into the FDMY is knowing that we can get them before they're 21. Absolutely. And this was something that we learned over the course of time at the FDMY high school as well, was that this was our best option, was to create this certification program to get them certified as soon as they graduated and while they're young to get them on the job as quickly as possible, and then to work with those who are interested in taking the promotional route to the fireside or those who are interested to the promotional route to paramedic and up that chain of command. This high school is, is very special to us in the FDNY, but this is an inner city high school. Without question. In an urban environment. These are mostly kids who have a lot of struggles to overcome, whether it's socioeconomic issues, family issues. There are a lot of different issues that they have to overcome. When we came to the FDMY High School, when Thomas Jefferson campus was broken down into these four smaller schools, the projected graduation rate for the Thomas Jefferson campus at the time was something along the lines of 13%. Our graduation rate has been as high as 83% in 2016. In the last couple of years, it's been well over 70%. So we have taken a small part of that building and young men and women from that community and taken their success rate from 13% to above the Brooklyn average, above the city average, and it's showing these students that there is a career path out there for them. Right. That also college is a possibility right. for them that has turned this school around. So we are really proud of what we've been able to accomplish. It was not easy. It is not easy, right. but it's worth everything we're putting into it. So who is providing this funding for us to be able to provide the type level of of education that we're providing and support that we're providing to the high school. The, we would not be anywhere without the FDMY Foundation. Not only does the foundation itself fund us to a great level, but they also help us 
attract other funders to the program. Mm -hmm. And we've had other grantees throughout the years, and we are thrilled to have the support of the Robin Hood Foundation for this workforce initiative. Because we're able to teach them from such a very young age about teamwork, about what it means to embrace our core values as a department, I think long-term it makes them more successful. We create in them a love of the department. So for us who work in the youth workforce, to see these young men and women that we've known since they literally were 14, to see them come on as EMTs and get promoted, it's very special for us to watch them have their dreams come true and want to become more and more a part of this department. We all consider it a real privilege to do this for a profession, Mm -hmm. to work with these young men and women, and to be a little part of their journey. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Thanks for sharing all of this information with our listeners today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real thrill. I hope it's been inspiring for some other municipality who would say, you know what, we should be exploring that possibility for ourselves. And with that, we'll turn to Denzel Adonis. Denzel is currently assigned to EMS Station 38, but first he graduated the FDNY High School class of 2011. Denzel, welcome. How are you doing, Chief? I'm good. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. So before we move on and talk about your experience of how you managed to make your way to the FDNY... I was also at Station 38 before it was called Station 38. Yeah. Well, I was my first station. Nice. County Hospital. The original station was a block away from where it is now. You know, I was talking to Commissioner Maglione about the high school program mm-hmm. and the Explorer program, right? Because these are both programs that we know as our youth pipeline into the department. Yes. So you went to the FDMY high school. Yes, I went through the high school, graduated in 2011. Mm-hmm. The high school was great. I mean, first two years, you do firematics and a little bit of EMS stuff, but definitely your last two years, you become more EMS or FDNY oriented, and it's it's a great program. So how did you find out about the high school? My mom. I was kind of forced into this high okay. school by my mom. My mom, uh, she said, either I'm going to become a nurse or I'm going to work for the fire department. Clara Barton or FDNY High School, those are the two choices she gave me. Ah, Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, those are the two choices. I was like, well, you know, Clara Barton doesn't have a football team, so I'll go to FDNY. <laughs> <laughs> so you start the portion of the program that centers around either firematics and or EMS training. That happens mm-hmm. in the junior and senior year, right? That's the new program now. For us, it was just the senior year. You can only do it. And it was a great program. And so as you start learning about what it is to be an EMT, what part of it captured your attention that you said, oh, you know what, maybe this is for me? Personally, for me, the guy who really, really made me go, yo, this is going to be pretty fun, was I.C. Fortis. I.C. Fortis was, yeah, he was very enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. enthusiastic. He he has a certain kind of energy that makes you want to do this job, you know? Yeah. So you graduate in 2011, Mm -hmm. and then you go right into the EMT class that summer? Yes, you graduate June of that year. I think the first week of July is your first day in class for FDNY EMT Summer Leadership Program. Right. And then you graduate 25 days later. Mm. It was definitely an experience. Like, it's an intense program. Right? Yeah, when I tell people I got my certification in 25 days, they look right. at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very difficult program. You had no life, I presume, right? You don't. Your whole life was studying, memorizing. For me, no. Preparing. Not for me. Not for you? No. Once I was told that the summer is when we do the class, Mm -hmm. I already started reading the book. Uh, 
been reading the book throughout my whole senior year, so I knew the book basically up and down and backwards. Ah, so you went in prepared. Yeah, so I was already prepared. That's I didn't, a good plan. I didn't stress myself too much throughout the program. Mm -hmm. I was pretty good. Throughout that program, it was just trying to help whoever needed the help, if they wanted it. Right. And then what happens? You pass the state exams, the practical skills exam, the yes. written exam. We passed that, and as of August, we were EMTs. That August, maybe that same week, I was hired by Midwood Ambulance. So that's one of the local private ambulance companies. Yeah, I did it for a year to have some kind of income and in practicing the job right. until I got hired and employed right. with the fire department. And that was, that was fun. Working with them was fun. How do you feel the high school prepared you for that? The high school prepared us for definitely the interview. Mm -hmm. With Commissioner Maglione's, uh the prep class that she did, mm -hmm. definitely, definitely prepared us for the interviews with other companies. Right. The skills portion, I definitely was ahead of the game and knew my equipment. They definitely prepared us for the skills portion. Right. You know. So you graduate from the high school, mm -hmm. you take our EMT course, right away you're able to file for civil service, and a year from filing the civil service application, you're getting called to come work at the FDNY. When I got the call, I was so happy. I was so happy. And I'm like, what's going on? What do you guys need? Do you need me to do anything else to make sure that my, my paperwork is done? He's like, actually, everything is done. I'm actually calling you to see if you would like the job in two weeks. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yo, of course. I'm like, yes. I'm like, yes, yes. Of course I want the job. It was the, probably one of the highlights that I'll never, never forget. A great feeling to get a call from FDNY to come work for him. And so now you start the academy. When did you start the academy? In October of 2012. That is rapid fire. You definitely did get hired very quickly. So what's your experience like in 2012 now at the same academy where you took EMT course, right? Now you're going to get a refresher course to make sure that not only that you remember everything, but that you remember it to the level that we need you to. And you're going to learn all of the local policies and policies that apply specifically to the FDNY. So what's that experience like now? You walk back through those doors, you feel like you're home again? I definitely do. I definitely do. Especially seeing the old faces from the instructors that was at the high school building. Mm -hmm. It was, um, wow, you know, you guys, you guys are here, you know, I'm here. And they're like, oh, we're happy to see you. Congratulations on getting on the job. Any high school student will be able to tell you that. Mm -hmm hanging out with them throughout the year and then coming to see them in the academy is like, well, I can definitely do this if mm -hmm. this guy believes in me, you know? Mm -hmm. My first few weeks there, Sandy happened. Oh, Superstorm Sandy. Yeah, I was there with Sandy. Mm -hmm. So it was a little different to go from class straight into the Sandy storm. Right, because you were put out in the field to help out. Right? Yeah. Sandy was an experience. I rode with instructors and they dispatched us to Far Rockaway. Definitely probably one of the worst places to get hit by Sandy. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a different experience. Mm -hmm. How did the high school program and experience prepare you to be in the EMS Academy? It prepared us by basically making us hone our skills and making sure skills were not something that we had to worry about. They made us prepared mentally for just making sure that we know the operations and how things are done here and taking the exams. Mm. So for some of us, we were doing skills for at least a year before, or two years before we got into the academy compared right. to other people who've never done the skills the way you guys taught us. So to me, it was secondhand nature. 
two years of doing it, maybe four years if you want to include some of the stuff from um, the summer leadership class that we did in high school. Mm-hmm. So I was prepared mentally and physically. Physically, I would say definitely the high school prepared us because we were warned so much that we should be prepared to be doing tons of running. We were warned, warned, and definitely, definitely prepared me for the physical portion of the job, 100%. Excellent. So you graduate the EMS Academy. Mm-hmm. Is that when you get assigned to Station 38? I got assigned to 38, and I was there for three years. Mm-hmm. And I tell everyone this, literally, the best station in Brooklyn, hands down. Hands down. Nobody beats 38. I had tons of different partners. I ended up becoming a mentor ah, within excellent. those three years. Mm-hmm. I spent three years there, and then I applied to become an instructor. And I actually got in. I was like, oh, this is great. I did not know this. Yeah. So you're a state certified instructor. Yes, I am. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, thank That's you. That's very exciting. Are you the first high school student? I am the first to... high school student to become an instructor, yes. I had yes. no idea. <laughs> this is news to me. So how long did you spend at the EMS Academy as an instructor? Uh, two years. Mm-hmm. I spent two years there, and... Uh, Probably the best experience I've had throughout my entire career, retraining people mm-hmm. in CMEs or skills, right. helping them pass their state skills to continue doing the job for another two years before they got to come back. Right. That's excellent. Well, I had no idea. You know, I taught at the academy myself. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's one of the best experiences I feel I ever had in my career. It really is. It really is. You've gone from teaching to what's the next step for... Denzel. Currently, I am in the paramedic program, the Medic Basic 25. Mm-hmm. Are you the first FDNY high school graduate? Once to... again, I am the first ah, FDNY high school graduate. You're quite ambitious. <laughs> That's great. That's excellent. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the paramedic training program. You go on Monday through Friday, eight hours a day. Yes. Weekends and holidays off. Yes. This program, I tell everyone, it makes you... A better EMT. How are you doing in the paramedic class? That's I'm no doing, joke. I'm doing great. I dropped a 91 on my final. So Congratulations. That's excellent. I am almost done. That is we excellent. We just finished taking our state skills. I mm-hmm. passed all my state skills. Congratulations. The REMAC, I feel pretty good. The guys that I work with, the three guys that sit around me, these guys are, they're great. They keep me on my game and I keep them on their game. Especially you guys practice with each other? All day long. Oh, okay. All day long. We text each other all day, all day long. These guys are great. That's excellent. So you've been an EMT now, an EMT instructor. You're about to embark on the next step of paramedic. Mm -hmm. What's the future hold for you within the FDNY? I'm definitely going to be here for at least 25 years. Okay. I definitely intend to become a lieutenant. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a goal. If not a captain or, you know, chief, you know, who knows, you know. Excellent. Chief hey, go, Adonis, for the, you know? go for the gold, man. You know, I could look at people from the high school and be like, I used to be where you're sitting, uh, literally. How awesome would that be? <laughs> that is the goal. If you can be the first hefty NY high school graduate, free trank, more power to you. Thank you. I admire your ambition, and uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. I hope your story inspires others. I hope so, too. I hope people do the same thing. If you're interested in any of our programs we discussed today, you can find out more by visiting joinfdny.com. Just click on Youth Outreach. Thanks for listening to the FDNY Pro Podcast. I'm Chief of Staff Elizabeth Cassio. For more training and information from our department's subject matter experts, go to fdnypro.org.
FDNY Pro is online at fdnypro.org. Subscribe today and get inside access to the FDNY. Learn more about our publications, professional conferences, and other tools for first responders. Train with New York's Bravest. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty-five days a year, and when seconds count, the men and the women of the FDNY are there for us to protect us and keep us safe when the unthinkable happens. No matter the challenge, no matter the danger, our firefighters and EMTs serve with honor, dedication, and bravery. New York's bravest are there for us. Let's be there for them. Your support of the FDNY Foundation ensures that the world's best fire department has the world's best training, equipment, and education. Go to FDNYFoundation.org and help New York's bravest save a life today.